Hey everybody, welcome to Journey of the Roadrunner. I'm Paul Stressner, Rhode Islander on the journey to run a race in all 50 states. Joining me is my friend and personal trainer, Adriana Ferns, and together we strive to inspire you to live a healthier, happier life by exploring the transformative power of running, both physical and mental wellness, as well as personal growth. Our podcast covers a wide range of topics, including fitness, nutrition, mindfulness, and self-improvement. We invite a diverse range of guests to share their insights, including authors, podcasters, athletes, and individuals who are making a difference in Rhode Island. Journey of the Roadrunner aims to inform, entertain, and motivate our listeners to embark on their own journeys towards optimal health and well-being. Now let's get the show on the road. Hey, everybody. It's Paul here. And Adriana. Surprisingly, we going to have like a focus-based episode today. <laughs> Not just a rambling rant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, today it was kind of like humid out, but the sun wasn't out. It felt cool, but I went for a run. And um, yeah, it was weird because it was deceiving because it felt cool out. But then once you start running, it was like so humid. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was out in the woods and it was the same thing. It was like 7.30 in the morning. It was nice. Yeah. And then we were just walking and um, I started moving a little faster because the dog was, you know, going along and uh, probably around eight or so, it started getting a lot more humid. I love yeah. the cold. I, I'll take this any day over the cold. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Me too. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah I don't mind it. Cold showers and it is what it is. Like, I don't understand how people want to be trapped in their houses, you know, either way in the AC or the cold. Like, I don't know. It's just not the way I roll. Yeah. I don't mind the heat at all. Like I, I know like my time's gonna be slower but who cares like I'm out there uh, yeah hey, it's yeah. summer <laughs> yeah son yeah pretty soon we're gonna be in our houses <laughs> yeah it's just funny how like at this time of year people complain about the heat and then in the winter they complain about the cold <laughs> yeah <laughs> so those people, the same people I hear it in the gym all the time in the locker room like so hot I'm like weren't you the same one bitching about the cold <laughs> that you have to rake your leaves like don't pick a season or don't you know don't live in England it's freaking this four seasons dude you've been doing this your whole life yeah <laughs> yeah I don't get it move to Alaska or Canada or move to Florida <laughs> they're mad when it's cold too what's they're that not, they're mad when it's cold too they're just not happy people I figured yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just need something to complain about <laughs> Yeah, it's been it's been nice. So I just had a birthday. Um, I turned forty five, mm. and I uh, got stung by a bee in yoga. Oh, geez. Yeah. So I and you know I don't know if any. I'm sure some of you people have already listened to me. I'm I can I can be a little out there at times. And uh, so now I'm in the yoga class. Well, it was on my leg, and you know I don't know how many people. Are, if you're not from Rhode Island, if you're a beach person, this we have horse flies and they bite and they hurt. So I felt them in my leg, and I swatted without looking. And um, it was a bee. So I didn't kill it. And I swatted it off me. Um, but it's stinger like was on. T it didn't like go all the way in because it was oh. weird. This thing was sitting on my leg like this weird. So I got I got it off and I poured. I only had hydration in my water bottle. So I poured oh. hydration on my leg like like <laughs> I don't know if anyone's tried that element. It's great. But uh, it's like salty fruit kind of water. <laughs> so I like salt. Oh, I didn't know what to do. But I didn't want to run into the ocean. I didn't have regular water to just like wash it. Right. Now I'm in yoga. Like 
I'm like, is this a sign? I'm like, oh, I'm like, that's the side where my leg, I have this weird bump. I get hit in soccer like a year, over a year ago. And I still have like a bump on the side of my knee and I've had MRIs, nothing's wrong. It's the weirdest thing. It's gone down a lot, but I'm like, maybe now I'm like, well, the zone, I'm like, maybe that was like something that's going to help me heal. Cause they have <laughs> a bee sting. It's in my calves. So the crazy thing is it didn't hurt as bad as the last time I got stung by a bee. The day before I told my client, I haven't been stung by a bee in years, which really cracked me up. Cause I'm like, really? Um, and then it wasn't that bad. And it fucking swelled up so bad yesterday. I got a little nervous. I was like, Whoa, like it got bad. Um, we had a company my neighbor had her dog they were doing like a puppy date in my backyard so I didn't want to be like I'm out like Cindy was food prepping so she kind of came out in intervals and I ended up just taking a couple Benadryl and some ibuprofen and going to bed it looks better it's still swollen but it was starting to like hurt so I got a little nervous and you know we're all guilty of Dr. Google so I get on there and it was basically like it could swell up after because I've gotten stung by bees and it's been swollen, but I didn't remember it. It usually hurts worse and it doesn't swell this bad and it didn't hurt as bad and it's swelling way worse. So I was like, this doesn't make sense. But yeah, that was I, I'm going to Google probably why if it's like a good sign from nature, if you get stung on your birthday, because that was <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, my- yeah, everybody get outside more. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Get stung by a bee. Uh, so well, that, well, maybe you'll get superpowers like you man. know what? I, I i wasn't even upset like some people have a bad attitude and they would have been like i was like in yoga and i was on literally watching the ocean i could hear the waves crash when i closed my eyes like it was my birthday it was sunny out like it couldn't have been a better day so like mm-hmm. it didn't bring me down in any way right. i was like all, like trying to like overthink how like what a great thing that must have been it's a sign you know so <laughs> needless to say <laughs> so yeah that and then i got a text from my friend welcome to colonoscopy year i was oh, like yeah but i you know for 45 i i like to think i look pretty good i i get compliments mm-hmm. that i'm not i don't look 45 and i feel good i have the regular aches and pains of a person who plays rough with their body but mm-hmm. i i like to think i'm in pretty decent i'm on the right all my numbers are good my blood like cholesterol my blood pressure like you know, everything's looking good. I, I get screens. I do my, you know, my skin, uh, I was going to say investigations. I go to my mm-hmm. dermatologist, I get my skin screens, you know, all this mm-hmm. stuff supposed to do. And, you know, so far so good. I'm, I, I had a good day. It was, I spent the day at the beach and then I went out and got Mexican. I went, now this is how, you know, you're a trainer. I got to work out in a gym that I don't belong to. And I went to yoga on the beach. I was like, this is the best start of the birthday. <laughs> Not everyone wants yeah. to go work out on their birthday, right? Like yeah, exactly. I was excited yeah. to be in a gym. I'm like, no one knows me. This is going to be great. <laughs> you know? So it was a good day. We went to Mexican at night. Um, you know, I'm a sucker for a good margarita. So I had one margarita and yeah, I slept like a baby that night and so it it is i'm 45 now the 45th year yeah i could tell you like i'm in my 50s now and i feel better in my 50s than i have since i've been in my 30s so yeah yeah, I mean, yeah so it gets better it feels like it's getting better i yeah. i really don't have any complaints you know so i was grateful honestly even the beast thing i i tried to turn it into a positive thing and mm-hmm. feel like earthy crunchy about the universe sending me <laughs> shit i don't know i still haven't googled it but one thing i googled is am i gonna leave my leg amputated because it got <laughs> i looked down i'm like damn i'm like i was it's funny i was at the gym and i had leggings on and i thought it was like the tightness of the leggings uh-huh. but then when i took them off it wasn't it didn't change yeah 
He's like, dude, it looked like, you know, when you sprain your ankle, it was like that yeah. down <laughs> ankle. I'm like, bro, like my skin was stretching and it hurt. I was laughing. I'm like, this is crazy. So yeah. Adriana has cancer now. <laughs> I know. According to Dr. Google. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, you're going to need your leg amputated. Well, all, all signs point. I try to use the most reputable. I think I use like, it wasn't the FDA. It was some kind of like random government site that I didn't think wasn't DEM, but it was, maybe it was the FDA. It was random about bee stings. Mm-hmm. And it was like, there's three levels, right? Moderate, uh, low, moderate, and high risk, like for allergen and um i think i was in the moderate with the way it swelled like small it's like it doesn't really swell too much it just hurts blah 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 and then anaphylactic shock is the worst one and i'm still here so i'm assuming (laughs) we're good (laughs) yeah we're good speaking of doing things outside i joined i signed up for a race again the finish furry guinness that's awesome the, the 15th and final are um are the signups online yes mm-hmm. yeah right, I, I gotta get on that so we can run together yeah yeah I have to do yep. that when we run. yeah i don't think they don't have like the website anymore so i forgot how I, I just i just yeah i just did a google search okay. and it came up i'll do it when we get off that way i, I remember to do it yeah so that's on september 3rd that's oh, the day after my birthday it's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, they always did it on the Sunday before Labor Day. It's a good race for your birthday. Yep. Yep. It's perfect. Yep. And then I'm deciding on another outer race state. All right. Let me run these by you all. See what you think. Because I'm looking at um, North Carolina. Um. I wanted to do like one of the last two weeks of August because my mom's coming up. It'll be nice and hot. Yeah. But um, yeah, but I wouldn't do like Mississippi or Texas right now or anything. But yeah. <laughs> All right. See, uh, August, if you'll find out that this is right up my alley. August 19th is a back in the day 5K. We're turning the clock back to 1970. No, 1980. 1990 we'll just say 19 something invite you along for the the run grab a friend and go back in time to run a race that will remind you of the good old days you'll be stepping back on a high school campus running one of the fastest cross-country courses around and then um that is totally you between the cross-country and the back yeah (laughs) they're like where is this race uh north carolina does it have it, like they know you dude they're like listening yeah. to the podcast because that just nailed all the freaking <laughs> that checks all your boxes Paul. yeah exactly yeah it's in um thomasville north carolina i've never even heard of that no me neither i have the davidson county i have no idea where that's near well that's cool that. then you get to visit yeah. a totally like out of the off the cuff place because i i unless you live in north carolina i feel like nobody knows where that is yeah and then I found another one also the same day. It's called um, <laughs> Flunk Cancer 5K. It's the fourth annual Flunk Cancer 5K. It's a nonprofit that supports local teachers and their families with the emotional, physical, and psychological effects of cancer. Um, the run is also a memory of Shannon McCone, a teacher who's valiant battle with lost of, no, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this, glioblastoma, glioblastoma. 
Oof. Um, she, Just out her bad. battle ended in April 2019. Oh. And the Funk Cancer Foundation continues her legacy by benefiting teachers battling the disease. So, yeah, that sounds like a really important race and plus yeah. they have uh, plus they have you know we how we we love um the play on words of flunk cancer yeah <laughs> I like that's, that. that's appropriate here yeah <laughs> so and then there's on the 26th so run for their lives 5k and um see it says run for their lives has become one of the one of Kara's biggest fundraisers to keep our shelter and operations says for the Carolina Animal Rescue and Adoption. Oh, it's, I like that. it's a no-kill nonprofit animal shelter in Sanford, North Carolina. So I'm gonna just stop you. There's two now. That one just because of the animals, but the, but for your selfishness, that first one you named that is like totally you, Paul. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like you said it, and I was like lighting up for you. I'm like, this is Paul's <laughs> race. Like somebody literally were like. I think we need to make a race for Paul. <laughs> yeah. Cross country, which you did in high school, right? And then yep. like 80s, like it's it's like throwback 80s music. Like, mm-hmm. but then why don't you do the pet one too? <laughs> <laughs> Both. Uh well, there's just one more. Okay. Um it's called uh this one. This is a tough this hits home for me. It's uh this one's in Charlotte, North Carolina. I don't know about that. It's called um Jog for Jacks, it's J-A-X, and it's a 5K that's designed to raise money to support bereaved parents. The money raised will go to the For You Foundation, a nonprofit that strives to provide paid maternity leave to bereaved mothers. It says on May 30th, 2022, Michaela and James Nifon lost their son, Jackson, who was born prematurely. He, he lived in NICU for a little under two hours before he passed. The couple wanted to do something to honor their son, as well as help other families in need. And then um, through this race, Michaela and James hope to spread awareness about child loss, as well as raise money for other families in need. Mm. And like, as you know, I, I never mentioned anything out here before, but yeah, that really strikes home for me. Is when I was married, we lost two babies. Mm. So, um, they didn't make it to the point where they were um, born yet, but still, and it's a loss that, you know, unless you've been through it, you don't understand right. <laughs> what it's like. And so, you know, so I don't know, as you, as you can see, there's like <laughs> four really huge ones. Yeah. It's, I I'm mean, trying to, there's two on the 19th and two on the 26th. Well, cause there's two, I feel like that are like, I mean, all, all of them are great, but like, there's definitely one that's like that. The the first one is like, definitely like the most uplifting and like, yeah. <laughs> the other ones I feel like you just connect with more. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's, yeah. So it's a tough oh. one. <laughs> Maybe, hopefully we can get some people to actually vote and like chime in. Yeah. That'll be good. Yeah. An email and vote on it. And then, um, Mac is gonna meet me at whatever race I do. So. I love that. <laughs> yeah. So shout out to Magna. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Because all um, my mom's gonna be up here until like August 15th. So um, so then I'll, you know, you'll I'm head out. Have, yeah, like I'm not gonna <laughs> have her come up here. <laughs> <then>. See ya. 
Welcome to Rhode Island. Bye. <laughs> but then I, I want to make it back in time for the uh, finish for Dennis. Yeah. So, yeah. And then be- the, yeah. So no matter what, I'm doing something. So this will yeah. be race number 12. So it. it'll be good to actually be like um at an even number. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And that'll be the wow. second new state this year. So yeah. that's really cool. I'll I'll definitely sign up for the finish for a Guinness with you. Um, I'll do that when we get off. I I actually finally um nailed down uh my commitment to do my Movnat level two. Uh-huh. So that's um November, I believe it's 13th and 14th. It's a Monday and a Tuesday. And then um I'm gonna go on vacation with my mom and then my wife's mom and my wife to Curacao. So that should be fun. Um mm-hmm. uh, It'll be like the reward. So the Movnat level two is a little more, well, a lot more technical than level one. Uh, it's a lot of upper body. It's it just, it, it looks really fun, but some of the stuff's a lot more scary. Like, you know, when you do it, it's not like when you, you know, you learn how to move properly. It's not, but just practicing. I signed up with my buddy, shout out to Ryan McGowan. Um, he's over at Layback Fitness in Warwick. If you're from Rhode Island, um, I got some sessions with him because I want to make sure I, I I'm not, you know, we, we've talked about kind of like learning. We haven't gotten too much into like learning differences or anything on here, but I, I have like legit ADHD and I, I don't do well um, reading. I need to be with a person and I need to talk and have things explained and I need to visualize, like I need to visually see somebody, but I need them to, I need Q and A while I'm with them. Like mm-hmm. in person is the best for me personally to learn. So um, I find that when I have that, I learn a lot faster. I feel more confident. So um, I'm going to go train with him probably once a month until the certification, at least if I feel like I'm not doing great, I'll do, um, you know, it's an investment all around and coming from a trainer, I'm the kind of person who will invest in a trainer to do the best I can. Cause I feel like there's a lot of value in having that, you know, I don't, a lot of people use online training and there's nothing wrong with that if that works for you. But personally, it does not, I don't do well with it. Yeah, um, better with I interactive. Never, yeah, I never have. Um, and, you know, I have motivation. It's not for lack of motivation in any way. I just don't do well personally learning like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, this for me is I'm very lucky because he's the one running the, the certification too. So I'm very lucky to be in the same state. Um, or if I wasn't, I would train with him and go to whatever state my certification was in. So mm-hmm. it's going to be exciting. I'm really, I'm excited for it. I've really, um, as you know, I have a party coming up next weekend. So after that, I really want to just kind of focus, you know, my social life's going to kind of take a, 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 uh, a back seat right now, just because I need to focus on my move net. And, you know, unfortunately we all know how it is in the summer, everyone's having cookouts, everyone's drinking and, I just, it's hard. I I don't really have bad willpower, but you know, if you're around crappy food and booze and stuff, like it's just, it's not, you don't feel good. So it's one of these things where I'm going to have to really put my social life on hold, which is fine. Um, You know, I still can see friends and stuff, but I'm not going to put myself in a lot of places where I like sit at a cookout and all these things. Um, You know, I'm really going to buckle up for this. Um, Yeah. And then we have, um, Soul Friend Yoga and Heart of Rhode Island is doing another puppy yoga, Paul. Maybe you can oh. make this one. <laughs> it's uh, August 20th. So if you're not away, uh, 10 a.m. It's a Sunday. So for anybody who wants to hop on board, we should be pumping the flyers out through social media shortly. I've done a couple little like announcements on it. Um, we raised $2,000 with them last time and it really helped and they were so grateful. So we're going to do it again and we're excited about that. So that's my news for... Uh, what's happening on my end. 
yeah, you know what, that might help rule out one of the races because I mean it is for the animal shelter, but yeah. you know, at least I'd still be able to help an animal shelter. Okay. So. <laughs> meep, meep. Yeah. All right, so uh you want to get on I can't believe we're gonna say this. You want to get into our main topic today? Yeah. <laughs> we actually have a topic. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we're gonna talk about clean eating and um just uh, what what really it, it's shocking to me as a trainer that sometimes I'll have you know adults come in seemingly put together adults and when I ask them how they eat I'm shocked at how bad they eat and the fact that they think they eat good is even worse <laughs> because these are educated people who I'm like are you serious you think this is a good idea for breakfast like and I'm you know anyone who knows me I'm blunt I try not to be offensive it can be I just it's it, it is what it is my cards especially if you're sitting with me as a client like I'm gonna I'm not gonna bullshit you we're not blowing smoke up your ass you eat like shit we got to change that that's kind of how where I go with it um, you know, what I find is that the, I don't have time is a huge, and I like to call it an excuse because no one has fucking time. Welcome to America. We're all overworked, underpaid and tired. You know what I mean? Like that's the way life is in America for most people. Um, so the reality of it is that I don't have time thing doesn't really sit well with me because you can make, there are, and I can, I'm really good at helping people with that. There's grocery service delivery. If you don't have time to go grocery shopping, you can get it delivered to your door. That might save you an hour between driving and shopping, maybe two. So, um, you know, as far as clean eating, there are ways to do it even when you don't have as much time as the next person, um, there's ways to do it. One thing I want to talk about is if you're at cookouts, because this is the summer. Well, so I want Well, for, first, can you describe what um, like clean eating is? Yeah. So that you, people I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's a good point. Thank you. Um, so you want to stay away from the processed foods, the car processed carbs, really a lot of things that come in packaging. If you look at it like that, you know, an apple's an apple. So you look at an apple, it is what it is. There's no, you don't have to read the ingredients that were put in that apple. It comes from the earth. It's an apple, you know, healthier protein. So you're, you're trying not to eat McDonald's cheeseburgers, for instance, you know, you want to get, if you can, if you can, if you live near a farm or you can even at the grocery store, get grass-fed beef, you know, chicken, anything like that, where you're not going into these fast food restaurants and grabbing their beef or their meat or their whatever, um, greens, lots of vegetables, clean eating, any vegetable. Like I, I'm a, when people are like, oh, this vegetable is high in carbs. I'm like, it's a vegetable. Like the, if you're not in good shape and you're unhealthy, a vegetable didn't get you there. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like vegetables didn't do that to you. I'm sorry. That's the, when someone says that, dude, carrots have a lot of sugar. I'm like, dude, is you think a carrot is your biggest problem right now? Like, <laughs> No, what the packaged food is, you know, you're going for quick, easy things. Um, if you're in the grocery store, this is a, everyone's heard this before, kind of going on the outskirts of the grocery store. So you're going, you know, into the produce section, then you follow by the meat counter, the deli all over there. Um, you know, it's really about trying to avoid processed packaging foods as much as possible and eating as most as natural as you can fruits, vegetables, you know, sweet potatoes are great. Um, even this healthier grains, you can choose quinoa, rice, you know, it, staying away from the white flour, the white bread, the processed stuff like that. Um, you know, the problem is, I think with our society is, if you look at, if you're a big TV person, and they're like, Oh, this is heart healthy, this is this, it's enriched, you don't need to eat something enriched if you're eating the food that already has the nutrients, you know, so it's really about trying to like sit, like 
simplify. Like, what am I eating? If I have to read this, like there's 10 ingredients in this, it's not that healthy. You know, it shouldn't be that there shouldn't be that much to my food that they're in putting in, oh, we're adding vitamins, we're adding minerals. Like why, if this is healthy food, it should come with those things. Nature puts minerals and vitamins in your food, you know? So, so I'll just give you an example of like, let's say for dinner tonight, um, I, I have a spaghetti squash. I'm going to have chicken with it, asparagus. So instead of pasta, I'm using the spaghetti squash. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I cook it with some olive oil. I made a little, it's, us Italians call it red gravy. So like homemade from scratch spaghetti sauce, not adding sugar to it. I use a carrot to take the acid out. So this is all fresh homemade food. You know, and I love, I'm half Italian. Like you can't take Italian food away from me, but there's a way to eat it. So for me, that's an indulge. Like I, I love it. I love spaghetti squash, you know, and instead of having the pasta, I'll feel like I had exactly what I wanted, but I feel great after. I don't feel gross. I don't feel tired. You know, I'm not eating all the the white pastas and things like that. So that's just an example of something I'd have for dinner. Uh, So, you know, like, especially these days, people have like different like dietary restrictions and stuff like the EPD, gluten-free or vegetarian and stuff like that. So, you know, the clean eating can accommodate right that right yeah well look at it this way you're uh, uh, like at least half of your plate should be vegetables mm-hmm. like that's a great way to there's a lot of philosophies there's the harvard plate like there you know we don't go by that food pyramid anymore because that was like eat all the carbs <laughs> <laughs> all the carbs they're great you know that's just like it's crazy that that was like the way pe- they were telling people to eat you know because the, the worst part of it is they knew better. Like that was the worst part. It's like, you know, I'm not a full on conspiracy theorist, but there's part of me that's like the government knew that they were getting their fucking people fat. Like, come on, <laughs> who knew this was a bad idea. Like feeding people like all the corn and like all the, the corn products and like the breads and the cereals and the sugars. Like, no, that was not a good idea. So think about this. If you're having a real hard time you know, if you're, if you're an animal protein person, you don't measure, everyone uses the fist model. So like the size of your fist would be the size of the protein on your plate, right? Half your plate vegetables. You want to have a healthy fat. So healthy fats, we have avocado, um, olive oil, like different kinds of oils. Uh, coconut oil is a good one. Um, you know, nuts are fantastic. And you can even like butter, like everyone, if you do eat animal protein, you know, you don't want to go crazy on certain things either. It's all about my, like, really just like um, modifying too. Like, all right, what can I have instead of this? If I'm used to eating this white potato, why not try the sweet potato? Personally, sweet white potatoes taste like shit unless you put stuff on them. Right. Sweet potatoes mm-hmm. taste great by themselves. Like try the sweet potato. And you know, like another thing when adults are like, well, I don't like the way this tastes. Like it's a, you know, try, try it again. Try a sweet potato again without, <laughs> you're used to eating shit and sugar you want your, your body, you like your, your taste buds are like, you're eating this crazy food. So of course it's not going to taste like, you know, you're putting cinnamon and sugar on a sweet potato. It's not going to taste the same when you eat it plain, get over it. You're a grown ass adult. You know what I mean? <laughs> not a child. You're like, I don't know when adults tell me it's like, I've had people tell me they don't like water. I'm like, you don't like oxygen. That's what you're saying to me. That's- <laughs> drink your water you know what I mean? <laughs> you're a fucking adult like i don't know I, it gets me and i say this if anyone's listening they're like yeah dude if any of my clients listen they're like she says this shit like, <laughs> like it's ridiculous like 
you know, so yes, maybe there's a few vegetables you, you don't love, but there's a lot, most of us, you can, I hated vegetables when I was a kid. There was only certain ones I'd eat. I loved fruit, but now that I'm an adult, I make myself try them. And I, now I like almost every vegetable. So, you know, even the ones I don't like okra, I haven't quite have, fit it, figured out how to cook it. So it's a little slimy, but I'd eat it if you put it on my plate, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but like at the end of the day, think about half your plate being the the vegetable and that's going to get you far you know and there's different proteins like obviously vegan vegetarians is a lot um it's a whole another category of like try and vegetarians are a lot easier because there's the eggs the fish you know pescatarians um but you want to really look at that plate being so like we'll go into that whole plant-based thing plant-based doesn't mean you're vegan it means most of the food that you eat are like your base is plants so i would say i'm plant-based i eat tons of vegetables tons almost three three times a day i eat multiple vegetables you know um so every meal that i have that's a big meal has vegetables in it and a lot of them too it's it's usually mostly so you know that would mean i'm plant-based but i do eat meat and i you know i try to eat the best quality i was just at the farmer's market up the street the woman has grass-fed and finished cows and i get her beef if i'm gonna eat beef i eat organic chicken you know so you can really try for that and we've talked about this before. If you're eating quality foods, you're going to get nutrients. So you're not going to be starving. People are like, oh, you're not going to be, able, oh, I can't afford that. It's this, it's that. I'm like, if you eat, I eat all organic and my grocery bills, I guarantee you cheaper than someone who doesn't. I guarantee. Yeah, yeah we were just talking about yeah. that. Um, yeah, like, especially now it's easier to trade our Joe's in Providence over by the writing club that I go to. But I there's the green grocer over by me and um yeah, each thing is a lot more money, but I'm eating a lot less. I'm not, you know, spending as much money on food. And, and yeah. you know, if you food prep, Paul, and I know you do, yeah. food prepping, you you use your food. Like I have, yeah. my, you know, some things I don't make right away. Like I, I really, it's the summer. I'm into salads, and I love a salad in the summer. I love all kinds of stuff in my salad: mm-hmm. avocado, pumpkin seeds, everything. And um, you know. I, I find that, all right. So my lettuce is out. I just bought a bunch of lettuce at the farmer's market. Um, you know, so I'm not prepping that salad that minute all the time. Sometimes I'll do like a couple, but then I want to make them more fresh, but you know, it's just chopping that stuff up. I love the broccoli slaw, like throw that, some of that on there Mm -hmm. and you know, whatever protein I want to add that day. Like I'll, I'll, I have one with chicken and I love it. Like I, it's, it's nice. It's a quick thing to make salads, not a hard thing to make. It takes forever to chew, but um, (laughs) You know, so like that's, it's just one of those things where if you have your food prepped, there's different ways to prep, like, you know, depending on your financial situation, I I've had people who are really legit, like they're in, they're getting an advanced degree. They have a super like demanding job that this one's got a kid and they can afford to just go to Whole Foods and get, go into the prepped food area, you know, that big Whole oh, Foods. Right. And they would literally buy meals that are made but it was quick and easy for them. And they, they were much more successful. You know, you can definitely, um, I don't know. I don't get into all those, like where they send you the food kit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't prefer to do that. I like to make my own food. I make the time, you know, I'm sure some of them, I don't have enough information on them to give an, a real uh, opinion. I'm sure some of them are healthier than others, but there are ways to make things more convenient. And when people say they don't have time, this is a fuel that goes in your body. People like, what do you mean you don't have time? Do you have time? Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Like this is your fuel. So like to say you don't have time to like make your food or prep your food. Like I guarantee you anyone, I would challenge them. 
I can make, I can make time for you. I can find out all the things you do in a day or on your weekend. And I'll help you prep. Like I do it with all my clients. I'm like, we're going to make time. This is my one favorite question. I'll be like in the middle of a rant with a client. I'm like, what's your favorite? What are you binging on Netflix? And they rattle off like two or three things like, oh no, this was on Apple TV. Have you seen this? And I'm like, there's your time. <laughs> you know, yeah. Did you finish that in a week? You said, how did you do that with no time? You know, yeah, right. Yeah. It was so good. I finished it in a week. I'm like, okay, you just freaking fell into that trap. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm telling you, because yeah. it's something I do all the time. Cause I can't, I can't tell you the amount of people who give me that bullshit excuse. You know, I hope I call bullshit. I'm like, trust me, you, we all have time to do things we want to do. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah, we all have the same 24 hours. So, yeah. yeah. Well, when do you, when's your food prep day? You do it on Sundays? Today, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But what, since like I've been working from home for a while, so I haven't had to like, if I couldn't get everything done on Sunday, I could still do stuff, get stuff ready, fresh, like after I'm finished working, because I'm right at home and I right. finish working at 4 30. So sometimes I, you know, makes, but then when I make something, I usually make like a couple of days worth. Right. Like last week I got, um, like this is the wild Alaskan sockeye salmon from Trader Joe's. And that lasted me like three meals. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You so, can, you can do really well. I mean, um, and then, you know, for anyone, definitely throw some questions at us, but I know right now, especially in the summer, it is hard. Like when you go to cookouts, um, one of the things I, t I tell my clients, like a good tip is like most of the time, you know, it depends on how bad people really eat where you're going. Um, you can do something to keep yourself semi, like <clears throat> if they have a salad, um, there's always protein in a cookout, right? Yeah. I, mean, I would say get a burger, get even a hot dog. Like if you, if there's nothing like protein is going to keep you fuller. So you're less likely to go grab the worst things. Like mm -hmm. God knows what's in that dip. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't know what's in that dip and who made whatever else that there's a lot of, I've seen some stuff and I'm like, that just does not look like it can be healthy. <laughs> like, you know, you go to cook out and they're like, Oh, try this. I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. <laughs> you know, they're like, it's wicked good. I'm like, that's the scary part. Maybe it is. I mean, um, but there's always fruit, right? Cookouts always have fruit. Mm -hmm. You can do it. it the protein is going to be a huge thing. Um, well, it, if you if you don't think there's going to be fruit, be the ones to bring the fruit. Bring, the fruit. <laughs> bring a salad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, bring a mm -hmm. salad. If you know that someone's, a lot of people make chicken. If you know someone's grilling chicken at a party, bring the salad. Like, you're right. There is, there's things to do. I mean. Everybody you know, brings dessert. So it's pretty safe to bring something else other than a dessert. <laughs> you're right. I mean, I, like I, I have, um, at my cookouts, Honestly, I don't want people to bring desserts. I tell when people say I'll bring dessert, I'm like, please don't. The truth is the only desserts there are usually edibles. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm not like a huge edible person, but they have a, a little sign in them that says adult mm -hmm. edibles because we don't have kids at the party. Um, but I, we're doing a taco bar and we're doing, um, I'm going to get a, I got a bunch of good chicken. I'm going to pull it and put it in a crock pot and have a salad too. So you can have a shell if you want. There's going to be corn and flour shells so people can have a taco because we're using the local restaurant down the street. But I'm also going to have my own chicken um, made so people can have like pulled chicken on a salad. There'll be beans if people are vegan or vegetarian, um, you know, and there's going to be, so there will be salad. There'll be lots of fruit. 
Um, we usually do like the mozzarella and tomato skewers. Like there's a lot of different, they'll, they'll be, my mom brings bakery pizza. You know, there's going to be some stuff that's not super healthy as far as like carby, but there's going to be enough choices. And I feel like that I, as a trainer who does have parties at my house, um, you know, I like to make sure there's enough healthy stuff because why not everyone does want to eat like crap. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you might have, it's like, oh, I love bakery pizza, dude. Like I grew up on Di Petrillo's. Um, I'll probably have a, they're small squares. I'll probably yeah, small, have yeah. because it, you know, it's an indulgence for me and it's a cookout. Yeah. I don't have, a, I don't have a lot of, I've never had that maybe once a year. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like, I'm going to have this at this party. I'll have a few squares, but I'll still aim to go over to my, you know, the salad area and, and not have a crazy, a, a crazy crappy, you know, cookout where I feel like crap the next day. So there are ways to do it, you know, and a lot of the programs I've run around based around eating, they're like, I'm going out to eat. It's so hard to find stuff. I'm like, tell the server you want. I'm not, dude, everyone makes fun of me at restaurants. I change everything. I change, I, I see an item and I'm like, nope, that's not what I want. I want this, that, this, not this, you know, and they're like, oh, they, they don't get upset. No, they don't just tip good, you know? And, and that's it. It's like you, people in their excuses are the reason they're not eating right. Like, let's mm-hmm. face it. I mean, if you're not educated, there's, there's so much more information now free. Yep. You know? <laughs> so funny. You hit it like all of uh, questions I was going to ask. Oh, really? But, but, yeah, exactly. Well, um, yeah. Also, uh, do you happen to have any suggestions for people? Cause this is a big travel season for people like, like traveling somewhere. Yeah. I mean, if you're in, you mean like, as far as being in like an airport, well, not, well, I guess not even that, just like being away, but like, like, well, I guess you kind of hit on that with the restaurants, like substituting. Yeah. You, you know, and, and don't eat it. Don't eat at Chili's. Don't eat at chain restaurants. Don't eat at McDonald's. Like you can eat, um, at a, like a local restaurant, you know, a nice restaurant and people will be able to modify the food for you. Like, no one's going to be like, no, we're not going to give you vegetables instead of the French fries. You know, like I, I'm, I do like a good burger once in a while and I'll have, there's a place down the street. Um, I try not, I'm trying really to stay away from gluten. It's a personal thing. I'm not celiac or anything, but, um, I, there's a place down the street. He makes gluten-free buns. And honestly, you wouldn't even know. Um, so I I'll have a burger on a bun, but I'm not going to get fries. I get this. They give you like greens. So, you know, you can do stuff like that. Um, as far as if you have a place to cook, um, when you are traveling, like if there's a kitchen, get some groceries, like every, there's a grocery store everywhere. Um, I usually make, if I'm going to fly, I'll make something for the plane to eat on the plane. Um, or if you're in the airport, there's always decent restaurants at airports where you can get food. So it's not, you know, even traveling is not that hard. I think it's just a matter of actually, I think when people travel right away, they're like, I can just do whatever I want. Now I'm traveling. <laughs> right. Yeah. It does like Getting that, that mindset. Like, no, I still want to feel good. Like personally, when I travel, I always look for a yoga studio, a gym. I'm, I don't work out as much. Like if I'm on vacation, like I still work out. If, if there's something cool to do, I'll do it. But, you know, I'll, I'll look for a G I have like a little 45 minute workout. I do. That's a pretty good blaster. It feels great. It's a full body thing. It's like, I call it my vacation workout. You know, I just throw a couple of exercises together, a few rounds. It's fun. It's, you know, it, it's something that I feel good doing, but I'll find yoga classes. So keep yourself on some kind of structure and you'll want to eat good. Like I'll still indulge a little at dinner, but I'm not going to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner like shit on a vacation just because I'm vacation. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I might get something I wouldn't normally have. And that's the, th you have to look at it at, as that, like everything in, you know, um, basically like moderation, you don't want to go crazy just cause you're, Oh, I got on a plane. Therefore I can eat all the shit. You know, I'm getting this thing to eat now. And then I'm going to have, uh, like I'm getting a bagel sandwich at breakfast. And then on the plane, I'm going to get the crappiest things they have. Like people do, they give themselves too much leeway, I think. And I'm a, you know, Paul, you know, you've known me a long time. I'm a firm believer in like living your life. Like you don't have to be so strict to the point. You never have anything that you might enjoy. It's just about really just thinking about, all right, like I'm going to have pasta tonight. Cause I'm going to this nice Italian restaurant. You know, I'm not going to have all the crap tomorrow or have my breakfast, lunch, and dinner be shitty. I'm just going to have this one indulgence. And I don't like to take food home personally. Um, I feel like it just sets me up personally for failure the next day. Cause it's like, now I have this pasta. I don't want to waste it. You know, it's like, no, I ate the pasta and I'm leaving it. And that's it. Like, I'm not taking it home. <laughs> that actually goes into what, one of my other questions. Uh, if you have any <laughs> kind of like, strategies would you suggest to like avoid like temptations and stuff like that um you know giving yourself kind of i give myself parameters like i'm not i'd rather have a glass of wine than uh, than dessert like i just just me i i really would rather um i really start i, I don't know if it's just getting older but alcohol is not as i used to like to drink a lot more when i was younger i just don't like the way i feel now so a nice glass of, I'd rather have a really expensive quality glass of wine than any kind of dessert or sweet. So choose something, you know, give yourself a little and not too much. Um, bread at the table in Italian restaurants is tough. Who doesn't love it? You know, um, if you're going to do that, think about this, like, oh, instead of getting a basket, there's two of us at a table. Maybe they bring two, like you could ask the server, bring two pieces of bread, please. So you don't eat the whole basket because we always end up at restaurants hungry, right? So you're going to eat more than you should anyway. Yeah. Um, splitting, splitting. Um, this is something I do with my wife and I will split an app in an entree because the entrees are usually huge. Mm -hmm. So you can split an app. Like we'll get uh, like, you know, I obviously keep saying Italian because I love Italian food, but we'll do like a Buffalo mozzarella and tomato salad and then split an entree a lot of the time. So we're splitting two things. Um, I find that number one, it's way cheaper, but we both had enough food and we don't feel gross. You know, so yeah. you need, we, we, we already know, like in America, unless you're in like a, some restaurants don't give you enough food. <laughs> then there's that. Some of the restaurants, like there's one I like, and like it, it, you get like the portion you're like, uh, you know, it was like $15 for like one thing. I'm like, that's a really small appetizer. <laughs> you might need to, you know, but the, the generally we get too much food at most restaurants. Right. Or so it's, it's a great thing when you're, when you're with a buddy to get to split your food and sometimes they charge you a plate fee who cares you know what i mean they're they're plating it who cares it's two bucks mm -hmm. um so that's a good strategy too and then just again really trying to look at the thing do i really need to eat like three three carbs in this meal like complex carbs do i really need all the things like no you don't need you know potato skins as an appetizer french fries at dinner and <laughs> you know, maybe have a salad as an appetizer. So there's just little things like that. And you're going to enjoy yourself. You're there for your, you know, eating is about being social too, when you're out at a restaurant. So don't, th don't obsess about what you're, what you can and can't have. It's like, Hey, why don't we split this? This is a healthy choice. Uh, you know, I've definitely, there's been times I've gotten something 
And I looked at someone else's food and I'm like, oh, I got this salad. And I'm like, because there wasn't really much on the menu. I've been to a couple of places. It's like the salad. There's nothing healthy other than the salad. Um, and I got it and it was really tasty. And I looked at my friends at first and then I saw like grease coming off. And I'm like, oh, like just the way the food looked. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I felt great after, and they were like, oh, I don't feel good. And I'm just like, I felt awesome. <laughs> I, you know, I had a soda water and a salad, and I felt great. You know, and honestly, like at first, I was like, man, that looks way better than mine. <laughs> but then I, I, you know, so it's, it's really about how you're caring for your body and like what you're willing to like, what you actually want. Like, do you really want to feel that bad the next day or right after it? So, and also, do you, you really want something? Don't, don't not have something just, you don't have to go crazy having the thing, mm-hmm. you know, you don't need the wine, the bread, the appetizer, the entree, the dessert, everything. Like, yeah. yeah. You don't need, need it all. So really pick something that you want to indulge in. Yeah. See, I love that being able to like, um, you know, have some indulgences because uh, I know there's like a problem especially with women with like eating disorders and stuff because they don't oh, want to yeah. eat this and that and they don't think they can eat anything and you know, end up having an eating disorder. You, and I'm sure any, you've probably heard this before. Women, I mean, men, men too, I don't even want to be sexist about it. Women tend to under eat a lot and then they'll, you know, the people under eat and then they'll binge that one time when they do eat because they haven't, but they under eat and they're not, lo- I have women all the time. They're like not losing weight. I'm like, you don't eat enough. They're barely getting enough protein. Like without even close, to be honest with you. I'm like, no, you're getting like 50 grams of protein. You're not eating enough calories. Like, and they're like, well, calorie and that whole calories in calories out thing kills me. Cause it's like quality calories. Like, what are you actually eating? What are your quality calories? You know? You, if you're eating kind of crappy and you're only eating 500, it's crazy how like malnourished some people are. I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, no wonder why you're fucking tired all the time and you feel like shit. Like, and you can't lose weight because your body's like, ah, my organs are like barely running on this, on these calories, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and men do it too. I have some dudes. I'm like, this is all you eat. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I eat like triple what some of these people eat. <laughs> You know, and I'm not overweight. Like I'm like, <laughs> not, not even close. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Our friend Dawn, which I want to have her on the podcast. She's um a friend of ours. She actually uh, is uh, a nutritional chef for the Tennessee Titans. One of their chefs. Um, where she moved to Tennessee. She's a good friend of Paul's and I. I was talking to her and we were laughing. We're at the beach and she goes, "You do eat more than the football player." <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like I I eat what I but the again, I eat a lot of vegetables. So like there's a, there's a lot of protein. Like I'm eating good clean food. I ate a huge salad at the beach. Like salad, you know, goes right through me. Like I'm I eat a lot of greens and but I'm like hungry shortly, at, you know, a couple hours later. You know, and even to the beach, I brought not everyone had other people had different snacks. Um, people had sandwiches. I brought nuts, fruit, seeds, and a salad, you know. And yes, you can eat salad at the beach, people. It's totally <laughs> but and I felt full, you know. Um, and it it is like one of those things where women, especially women, I find are just under-eating, malnourished, they just can't they're and they're insecure about their bodies where you know it's everyone has you know you know how much effort you're putting into yourself too so like it's your own fault if you're not getting the results you want in all reality but if you're gonna go to someone who's helping you you should probably listen to them you know that's one of the things I have an issue with like 
if I'm telling somebody something like, oh, my friend did this, I'm like, and I'm, I can kind of be a bitch. I'm like, go listen to your friend then. How do they look, by the way? Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, all right. So your friend fucking drinks five shakes a day. But like, are they actually like, you need to chew your food. You need to digest. Like, it's crazy to me. Like the, the, all the gimmicks and the, the, and it's sad, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of emotional eating that goes into all this. Um, so it really is a question of like, how, how serious are you about taking care of yourself? And like, how do you want to live your life? Like, cause food is your fuel. And if you, you know, you can continue on this like up and down thing, or you can just learn how to eat clean and then have some indulgences and enjoy yourself. Like there, there you don't have to be so strict that you can't ha- have something that you really enjoy. Like I love pizza and like, there's definitely sometimes I'm like, I'm having a pizza. Like there's no, I used to do every pizza Friday. I've cut that down a little. And I try to do like gluten-free pizza now, um, which by the way, sucks, <laughs> but you know, I will, I still have my indulgence and, um, it, it is what it is. Like I, I don't focus on food. I'm busy with the, the other goals in my life that I'm trying to achieve. So I prep my food and it's done. And that's the goal really, um, of anyone who wants to succeed with eating is you got to prep that food. Like there is no other way. Like if you don't prep your food, unless you have the money for a person who can prep and cook for you, which good for you. If you do, if not, you got to like, you got to put the time in to prep that food. Yeah. What else got you got for me, Paul? Did I, did I cover those? That's how good we know each other. Yeah. No kidding. Uh, I think, yeah, like, yeah, I guess we can start to wrap it up by, um, because you had mentioned looking things up, do you happen to know of like any like resources or books or websites off the top of your head that as that far as people to, towards perfectly clean eating? Um, let me think. Try to think of something. Well, if you, I do like um a lot of the functional medicine podcasts, and they talk about mm-hmm. eating. So, um, Dr. Stephanie Estima, she's probably one of my favorite um right now for women. Um, the root cause medicine podcast is a really good one. They talk about clean eating, things like that. I don't listen to a lot of like just eating podcasts, but they, there's always episodes about them in there. And, um, Dr. Mark Hyman talks about, he actually, the pegan diet, that's a great, the, it's, it stands for paleo vegan basically, which is hilarious. If you think about the two together, Uh Um, yeah. he, he has a book called the pegan diet. He's got a few books out and I really like him. He really, I think I really resonate. Everything he says resonates with me. Um, so that's a good book to check out. Um, I'm trying to think, yeah, he has a podcast as well. So I can't think of any other books. I feel like, let me go to my bookshelf while I have you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're, we're in, that's the best thing about podcasting at your house, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I did really like The Omnivore's Dilemma. It's not really, it, it was an interesting book about uh, eating. It's definitely not like, oh, here's how you should eat. But the rest of them, honestly, for me, are mostly stuff I've done, like my sports nutrition and um, those books. But yeah, I, I would say Mark Hyman's is probably my favorite, The Pegan Diet. He talks about regenerative farming a lot too on his podcast, which I'm a big, huge fan of. Um, yeah, I think that would be, I would say the Root Cause Medicine podcast, uh, Mark, Dr. Mark Hyman and uh, Dr. Stephanie Estima. Those are the three that I like. And they talk a lot, of, a lot of episodes on nutrition, a lot, fasting, all kinds of stuff. So you can get a lot of good information from them. A former guest on here, Serena Marie RD, she's a registered dietitian. Yeah. I know she um, 
does work with women now and I think they have a podcast that's like focused for women I'm trying to find the name of it um and then also Misfits Market if you're looking for a great grocery delivery um we don't get proceeds from any of these people by the way I'm just throwing it out there um if you don't like your regular grocery store for whatever reason to deliver and you don't have a lot of time Misfits Market I find has pretty much a little bit of everything in it um mm -hmm. They do have uh, heirloom chicken that's from Regenerative Farms, which I, most of the time, um, I find that that's a good resource. And honestly, guys, check out your local farmer's markets right now. It's fun. It's a nice thing. Yes. To do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going every week to the one at Mount Hope Farm in Bristol. Yeah, I, I just went to Aaron's at uh, Stony Creek Farm in Swansea, and there's one um, at Hope in Maine in Warren, Rhode Island on Wednesday nights, which is really cool. Oh, that's good during the week. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so mm -hmm. that's I I like to get a few things from there usually. Um, they have a lot of good vegetables there. I can't remember the name of the farm now, damn it. But um, something hands, I'll remember it next time. But they have a <laughs> great vegetable farm there. Uh -huh. Um. Oh, I found Serena's podcast. It's called um, Dear Running Bod, uh, Dear Runner Bod. Um, it's a podcast. Hosted by anti-diet running dietitian and body image coach Serena Marie RD. The mission is to empower females to embrace their body as a runner's body, no matter the level of fitness, shape, or size. She's interviews um, experts in the running community who can provide advice on how to cultivate health, fitness, res resiliency, and self-compassion as a female runner. Oh, that's awesome. I'll have to check her podcast out. Yeah. I should shoot. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, you weren't on the episode that she was on, but um, no. yeah, I, I have friends with her. I can have her back on too. Yeah, we should have her on. Let's and let's uh, invite our friend Dawn on so we can hear about what it's like to feed the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and Dawn's been on here before about um when Pilates. she was teaching Pilates. Yeah, yeah, so she's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'll be a great great guest. We'll have yep. some really fun stuff to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of great stuff coming up. So it's yep. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh and then one more thing. I'm working on my memoir series on the first book, Journey of the Roadrunner. And um July is um Camp NaNoWriMo. So I have a goal of writing um forty thousand words this month. And wow. I already passed um twenty thousand, so I'm already past the halfway mark <laughs> before wow. the last halfway through. So hopefully. Not too long, I'll be able to be publishing the book about my journey. So awesome, well, I am getting an autographed copy for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So you want to tell people how they can find you? Yeah. So you can reach me at um Adriana at soulfriendyoga.com. That's my email. Um, you can head over to Soul Friend Yoga on Instagram. Um, soulfriendyoga.com is our store. And if you punch in capital S-O-U-L 20, you'll get 20% off from listening to this podcast. Um, also at Bristol Total Fitness, if you're looking to train, I do have a little bit of space left for clients. Yep, and definitely find me at the Roadrunner, it's R-H-O-D-E, on all the socials, including the brand new threads. I oh, I heard about, about that. that. Yeah. Everyone popping off the Elon Musk train, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Go oh, from one. man, that, he must be pissed that Mark Zuckerberg's got another one up. <laughs> Go from one um, douchebag billionaire to another, yep. but yeah, at least this one isn't as fast as he's just... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the next uh, douche. 
Yeah, so that I just signed up for that yesterday. Uh, yeah, it does seem really good. So yeah, seems we'll like a lot of people are getting off Elon's. Yep, and yeah, of course I'm on Facebook and Instagram. I just posted about my run this morning. So yep, just find me on there and Journey of the Road. Oh, the Road Runner Journey. I should I should know my own website by now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, hopefully I'll be able I'll be um posting more writing. Yeah. Um on there. So yeah, journeyoftheroadrunner.com is the website. So awesome. come visit me there. So and that's about it for now. So until next time, we'll see you all out on the road. Bye. And remember, be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes! <laughs>